You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Happy Endings. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Happy Endings news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Happy Endings. That's right, baby. It is definitely <laughs> the happiest time you will find right here on AfterBuzzTV.com. One of those uh, oh, nice, yeah. happy moments, I'm telling you guys. Uh, ABC's hit show, Happy Endings, and we are in Studio B today. We're checking it out. Um, yeah. we, we got our little, as you said, the Janet Jackson microphones. It looks like we're right. about to go on tour. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Rhythm Nation style and everything. Anyways, you guys, After Buzz, we are recapping, uh, like I said, ABC's hit show, Happy Endings. My name is Ronnie Jr. We are joined by, uh, of course, Spicy Mari hanging out. We bring the funny with uh, Mr. Viral Video. He's got a lot of online content. Our comedian friend over here, Nick Perdue. I oftentimes in call, the flesh. I oftentimes call you Nick Cannon because you look a lot like Nick Cannon. Yeah, I'll, Crockett, I'll, I'll you know. take his wallet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> joint bank account, right? We got, yeah, we got a joint bank account. We, got, yeah. we have the sweetest girl that you will ever meet everywhere across this great nation. Aww, Miss thank Vanessa you. Cruz is hanging out with us in her sweats, mind you. Oh no! She, she, I did you Yeah, just say it. Just she quick. actually planned on being behind the booth and was like, "I'm gonna do the TV news thing, and I'm not gonna have my." Sweats be seen. But you know what? Let's call it out. She's wearing the sweats. Did you have to put me on the spot? That's, that's okay. We're going to go live and interactive. Of course, we got our social media guru, Kelly Oliski, who you've got some great news for us. Obviously, we watched this episode. Uh, Changes is what it was called. But we are going to be interacting with... One of our uh, our new friends on Twitter. Tell us about that, Kelly. Yes, one of uh, one of our new friends. He calls himself the Apprentice on Twitter. He's yeah. one of the writers over at Happy Ending. He's, He's currently gonna... not wearing a bow tie. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> yeah, if, if you go to his Twitter, he tweets the the funniest things. I believe he wrote last week's episode or had a large contribution with that. So, uh, I don't know if it was last week or the week before. We'll have to ask him and, and see. But he um, he's going to call in and chat with us and give us an inside scoop on what goes on over there. Today. And that was like super organic in the sense that you started tweeting the happy – maybe the happy endings official Twitter. And then we found a happy endings. Happy, happy rights. The right. rights yeah. Twitter. Yep. And then we found the writers. And then once Kelly finds somebody. See? <laughs> Six degrees of separation. Yeah, no, happy publicist, ri- <laughs> publicist of the stars over here. You happy rights hooked me up because I tweeted them and the a- and uh, the actual twitter for the show and then they added i attached him to the tweet and then he hit me up and 
You yeah. know, the power of social media. Now they're dating. Now and they're, they're dating. <laughs> Baby on the way. Um, so today, we'll, again, we'll talk about this great episode changes. Uh, we got some three uh, three different topics to go over. Um, and I want to do something called the writer's block. We're going to introduce this. We'll obviously have the writer call in and talk to us, and we'll see what it's you know what it's like to be on this great ABC show. But we're going to do something called the writer's block. I thought about it this weekend, a long weekend, Martin Luther King Day. All of us probably had a little bit of fun. I want to say with a couple of you, I might have saw out in these great streets of LA and I thought to myself you know what happy endings the reason people watch it and enjoy it and love it is because they see themselves in it you know a little bit and um, I just thought we would do a segment called the writer's block where we share little bits of our story and maybe you know if the writers see something that that is relatable it may end up on the show one of those kind of things because hey. no. why are you looking over here at I, you're on it? No. <laughs> I don't do anything well, guilty this weekend you're not just, one thing that's right you have a happy ending no <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. End up on the show. Hey, it was, it was Maddie's birthday this weekend. I don't remember the ending. Yeah. That, oh, wow. it, it may have been happy. It may have not been. <laughs> um, we'll get into all that. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I want to well, hear that. I mean, because I, we could almost go uh, a whole show on Spicy's birthday. Anyways, let's talk about it. So we, we have a couple things going on in this episode. It's called Changes. What did you guys think of? You said it was an actual hashtag. Uh, out there, <laughs> is this an actual? Is it hashtag? making changes? Yes, they were hashtagging <laughs> black ass today. Okay, does anyone Racist. want to give the? the no, because <laughs> well, no, Brad, Brad was the one who said this. Give the storyline of what was happening right here. With this was Jane basically trying to change or not okay. change him. Uh, but basically saying that form him into like what she wanted mold him to him. be, right? The ideal man. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't understand the correlation with why they called it blackass though. Yeah. yeah. Why is the hashtag blackass for that? Because remember he was a big fan of Jackass and he was mad because there was uh, a black guy on the show. Okay, now that. I get it. Okay, that was another rendition that they showed us when yes. he was trying to travel back into his childhood. Yeah. Pre yeah. Jane. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I thought it was good because Jane is the Type A personality. She makes Brad do everything thing that she wants and he probably didn't even realize himself yeah it kind of did change for jane yeah so this whole episode we got to see all these funny shenanigans about how he changed about how he was going to be himself and yeah he talks about wait a minute jackass biggest movie out there why couldn't there be a black guy on the show so i'm gonna start my thing called blackass i didn't know it was going to be that big on twitter though they were well the writer started hashtagging it and then everybody was picking it up and i didn't realize what it was at first because i had episodes but i was just Reading the tweets, and I figured it was going to be something funny. Um, and what do we think about Brad, uh, you know, Damon Wayans Jr.? You know, all, obviously, he really dives into the comedic, you know. Uh, we talked about it on that first episode. I usually like a joke, but he could do the physical comedy. He could bite his hand, and it's funny, and he does that stuff He's on this really episode. He's extremely animated, yeah. but he does a good job. He owns it. He definitely owned it this episode, like, channeling back into the old him, which you find a lot of times in relationships, guys will do. They'll just rebel just when they feel like you had too much of an influence on them just to show the boys, you know, hey, I'm still my old self. Right. So I've seen this before several times. Um, what do we think about Damon Wayans Jr. himself? We learn more and more about him as we've been doing, you know, research, us, just trying to see what's going on with these people. Um, I would feel like a lot of people would think possibly that Damon Wayans Jr. had an easy road, but we were looking at some of his research today. I mean, he was writing at the age of 19, 20 right. on, a, on a hit show. And he was writing for my wife and kids at the age of 20. And he's been a comedian since he was the age of 11. But he's always worked with his father and is studying under his father. And then he also um, has training in... Ooh, is that me? Yes. That's (laughs) what happens when a spicy person talks. 
was very high. Um, but actually, that scene that he did that stunt for Black Ass, yes. um, he has experience in gymnastics. Like, he's trained in gymnastics. Right. So I'm wondering if that was a stunt double or if that was really him doing that, uh, you know, Ooh. that, that, back, that well, backflip. Well, of course, we're going to have one of the writers. <laughs> yeah. So any questions you it's guys been, We have a lot have, of questions for them. Let's make it interactive. And I did want to say something we saw on the Facebook page for Happy Endings. Nick and I were talking about this. Um, actually, the cast members now are doing something we've seen before, which they're doing a lot of live tweeting, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, social media stuff as well. So really, if you go to the Facebook page for Happy Endings, you may want to tell them about our video, too, After Buzz. Direct and then them, we could, and direct then, them over. You know, we can yeah. link it all together, too. Yeah. Um, because that's a, that's a cool thing to have the actors tweet while they watch the show. So we're going to own that, right? That's, that's, that's cool. Um, who does not like a funny conversation about a deep V-neck, right? I don't. You don't like that? <laughs> you're, you're, you're not wearing no, I'm not, Yeah, I'm not he's not. You know, yeah, yeah, your whole gear is 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 always this it's is different all, today. I know. It's the right? most color I've seen it's... you wear at all. Oh my gosh, I love pleather on a man. It is so sexy. You just gotta call me out like that. Pleather. though. I mean, they don't know it's pleather. You're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this <laughs> fake cow you on his not chest. How sexy that is on a guy. I mean, you can keep keep rubbing. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love the 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 V neck though. Back to V neck because I feel like all guys wear V necks in L A. It's like an L A thing, right? Like, what's up with all the V necks? They're always wearing V necks. Wait, your own boyfriend wears a V neck though. Yeah, he does. We need to give him a deep. But but he takes breaks. He doesn't. He has a farmer's V. But he takes breaks. He doesn't have farmers. He doesn't wear them every day. You know. We're gonna have a fashion lesson right now. The reason that V necks are hot, they're they're hot when you wear them just as V necks because of the cut and they make your they elongate your neck but also when you wear a collared shirt that kind of cuts low exhibit a the shirt sticking out it, it's showing the white tee underneath but if ronnie was wearing a v-neck we would just see like bare skin right there I think no, or, no, or, I, or taco meat no V-neck. taco <laughs> meat that's what we want tv exclusive <laughs> We, 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 we have enough problems with my gear, seeing as my shirt's from Target or Kohl's. I don't know. So we'll I mean, worry no, about the V but, later. But wait, it's, they're hot. I admit, they're really hot. But if you are dating a guy and he's wearing a V-neck every day, wouldn't you be would like, be what's up with the V-neck? <laughs> you know? I'm going to need him to switch up his wardrobe just a switch little Switch it up a little. Also, the problem with the, the, the what are those, high neck shirts is that they get stretched out because guys constantly have to pull their head through. So then you have a big, loose ring. Wait, which ones? The one you're wearing wearing on Dirty. (laughs) Well, you know what? For you, next time I'm wearing no shirt at all. For this, yeah, just go bare chested. That's what you should do. That's definitely what I, uh, yeah, crew neck. Crew neck. I just found out. exclusive. It's called a crew neck. You suddenly made a turtleneck. (laughs) It's not a turtleneck. Okay, um, change is obviously what it was all about. And um, changing a man was our third little topic. uh, The worst thing ever. Yeah, so you had mentioned that when I first told you that Jane, the worst thing. When, I, when I was trying to describe, you know, well, you know, all women do that. Jane's trying to tell Penny, you know, change a guy, build him, build a bear, build a man, build, build him exactly into what you want. And I will admit, I am guilty of doing that in relationships. I meet a guy, I'm like, oh, let me just tweak this a little bit and tweak that a little bit. And you do it so that they don't realize that you're doing it when you do it. That's yeah. Right. You got to be good about so it. Like I think every girl's not. guilty of tweaking yeah. a little bit, molding, you know. But the trick is to make them think it's their idea. 
Yeah. Manipulation. Yeah. Nick, did you do that on the opposite end? No, I mean, because, like, the way I look at it, I'm like, you know, you are with this person, and so, you know, like, you need to compromise, you know? So if they do something that you don't necessarily like, then you just, you know, you compromise, because, like, I'm pretty sure you do something that they don't like. Well, for instance, if you, She's like, no. So she's like, bring up the brother. Yeah. So say, for instance, you came home, or you went on our first date with this, I may surprise you with a leather jacket the next time, you know, we hang out, like, oh, babe, I got you this jacket. Penny and, did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you would be like, oh, babe, I love it. And you would show it off to your friends, and then you would start wearing, you know, a, a, the authentic you know, leather jacket. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just not going <laughs> to. It's just a little upgrade. Making just, fun of your friend's clothes is always funny. Uh, Beyonce me... said it. Let me upgrade you. Mm, you know? She also <laughs> said to the left, to the left, too. So. <laughs> See that? It's to the left, to the left, to the left. You're really taking your jacket Yeah, because it's, 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 it's not spicy approved, so, you know, we got to... In a box to the left. <laughs> oh I'm giving him a hard time. No, Nick is, like, one of the finest men, y'all. Like, if you only saw this lusciousness in person. You well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, ladies, you got to pump the ego up. Uh, <laughs> changing me already. Look at you. So, While playing wh- no scrubs wh- in the background. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, that's true. That was good. There's way too much estrogen floating around right now. <laughs> but I think it's fun changing them a little bit. It's like a challenge, too, for the girls, right? right? And guys do it all the time, too. Yeah. Oh, babe, I like it when your hair is long, and then you start growing it out, and, you, you know, you don't even realize. Question, yeah. question, question. Why? Because I, I know women like to pick a man who's like a project. I know, like, some women yeah, just go for, like, the bad boys, and you guys do it on purpose when there's, like, a great guy already there who's, you know, like, the guy that you want to build this other guy into. So why, I'm getting, you know, woman's perspective, why do you go for the the pet project that never works out? Because it's a challenge. But it never works out. No, it does work. And then they change, and then you're like, okay, over him, on to the next, and then you change the other one. <laughs> I, I rarely meet that guy you're talking about that's 100% equipped. And well, not 100%, but he's, you know, <laughs> he's, he's like, go. he's like a, a good, a good 90, you know, and you get like old, old, you know, Renorak or something. I, I agree with that. <laughs> you shouldn't change nobody. I mean, no. it's, just, it's just like what happened with Penny. See, she made him all better for the girl that he was supposed to right. marry in the first place. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just needed mm-hmm. a little extra push. And you girls, That's all. You girls seem to We're like the, each other the, out. the little changes. So what did he do? He first got his apartment, because his apartment looked really just out of a... Yeah, it was pretty bad. He was like an 18-year-old... It little, looked like a bar. Yeah. And, yeah, it looked and, horrible. And so what's wrong with that? It was a futon in there. Because how old was he? Have you had sex on a futon? <laughs> Not yet. Not comfortable. Not comfortable. You with back problems. Trust me, it's not good. Uh, <laughs> Spicy so, Mountie would know. It's an AfterBuzz exclusive right there. So. So, so, so he did step it up. He did. Uh, he did. He got the, and was it his idea? It was, no, it was all her idea. She took him and they just happened to find, you know, great clothing, okay. great But furniture. he liked it. You right. know, she he, didn't force it exactly. too much. She showed him and he's like, oh, okay, I like it. So sometimes yeah. you just need a little, you know, because sometimes they just don't know and they haven't been yeah. exposed to what's better. So right. when you teach them, you know, then it's like, oh, I had no idea. Right. So that's why it's upgrade. I yeah. Like, but I, but, I like the, the essence of the sitcom that it was where you knew that the last thing he was going to change was the way he was talking. Cause he kept, he would make subtle changes, but he'd still be like, yeah, dog. Yeah, and dog. Yeah. <laughs> I felt dog. a little guilty. Drop I, the do, dog. I, I do use the word dog a lot. So I was like, That's oh, all my, I want my boyfriend my, to do. My, my head happens to be backwards too. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, 
Ronnie, i got to step up my own life. So that's what I took from watching the show. No, but I really think that talking seriously at the end, you when you're with someone, you really do end up molding each other a little bit. Each other. You know, and that's why at the end, Jane and Brad, they're like, actually, remember her pink mm-hmm. hair? You realize she wasn't really type A, how right. you said. Right. No, she had pink hair. And when you look at the photo album, that's like when she really, that's what she really was like. So I think you both end up molding each other, yeah. you know. What do we think about, because we kind of thought Jane was one of the funnier characters. Has she started to grow on you yet, her obsessive compulsive? <laughs> He's trying Because <laughs> I, still, I still chuckle at Jane. He's trying to mold but, you. But, but I, but I, Ronnie is trying to convert me yeah. into a Jane lover. Well, you, <laughs> you convert me to other stuff, too. I, mean, I, we, am, we, we I am Team Alex, Team But come Matt. on, she made a stake and taunted him and, like, fought his fork off. That's I thought awesome. The, I, thought the, yeah. I thought the fork fight was really cute, but... I don't think that that was indicative of Jane's character necessarily. I think anyone could have pulled that off. I'm just not crazy about Jane. I don't feel like her comedic timing is as great. I don't feel like maybe, and it could be with the writers, you know, he's going to call That's me. That's okay. Let him defend it. But I feel like everybody else is 10 times more funny. And it just, it just happens to be that you really like Alex. You like, uh, I think Alex is cute as a button. And I love how they're playing this whole, her relationship up with Max right. and how every single episode they like just contrive just crazy idea from some kind of outside influence whether it be a show or a happy endings parlor right. like they both get this crazy idea in their head and then they start running with it yeah and she's becoming this like she's an adult but she's a little, yeah. little, little kid every episode and it seems like uh well no this is their second time doing it with max, with max. yeah so they're becoming a little i like duo. where they're going with this i think it's adorable and, um, and they keep getting dave into trouble <laughs> yeah. poor dave dave's, dave's one of the cooler characters i think on the, on the show please dave is the asleep I I feel like they always pick on Dave, though. I feel like he's always the one they pick on. They do. They They totally do. do. Yeah, last time he was like the one that was getting picked on with his parents the whole time. Yeah, remember? He's an easy target. Yeah. One one comment you made was, wait a minute, so Dave was dating Alex. Yeah. This is the one that ran away. Wow, and they're all still such close friends. Does That's a question to the Afterbus, you know viewers does that happen a lot it's kind of a, a different thing i mean everyone's staying so close that's got to be weird yeah that's weird well, you know why you stay you know friends with your ex you like to keep them in your back pocket in case it's oh. an option later on <laughs> i mean everybody knows to do that you don't just or you keep your enemies closer right you don't burn bridges, <laughs> you don't burn bridges. but they're like really close you know like i was watching last like, season i'd like to see them get back together because i, I, I kind of feel okay. like they're like, love See, that's what I said right when I was there in front of you, and I agree with you. I remember when you I, said I said that. it on the phone. I was like, "What if we kind of do a little bit of a? It's complicated, you know. Like now they're, okay. you know, you kind of can see that. So them you want to be back. like friends with benefits a little bit? Yeah, yeah friends with like, benefits. You kind of, kind of want to see that, like you know, just <laughs> totally have random benefits. happy endings. Yeah. Right? you know, like every other episode. Okay. We all want the happy endings. <laughs> yeah. We all want those benefits. Uh, again, like we said, we are going to talk with one of the writers of the show. We are so excited that. Uh, the Twitter world is even kind of supporting us in that way, where Kelly started tweeting. Is there anything current uh, Twitter-wise that we should uh, A lot of people, again, I love how they you know, tweet the quotes from the episode and stuff. It's kind of... Uh, his apartment smells like appetizers. <laughs> I like yeah, that's that what line. Kelly said about the guy. Yeah. Right. Uh, a lot of people are saying, I've never had a V-neck intervention, but I kind of want one. <laughs> oh my gosh! So it's like influence. My yeah. ex-boyfriend wears V-necks like all the time. He I'm telling them. you, and see, he does have just like a little titty bit of taco meat coming. Uh oh. Uh oh. You gotta love him. 
Now, are you supposed to leave that or smooth it out? I mean, what's the what's the what's what do you, what does everyone want to see? Oh yeah, well every now and then. Smooth it out. Or? I, I think that it's kind of it, when you rub up against the skin after you've shaved it, it's kind of like mm, it doesn't feel very good. So I would just leave it. So just leave it. Yeah. Wait. Question. Question. What if you have like that button-down shirt and then you know like a, all like a full button and you like don't button until like, maybe like the third or. Were you trying to buttons. be Scarface? No, I mean just just, just, just very <laughs> Euro, European. With a Cuban you know, chain. Very very European. And, <laughs> very European. Yeah. What's that? I, I don't I don't know. Just in the uh, in the club like the forty-year-old guy in, in the club with like, with, with a gold silk silk shirt. You know, like all the extra hair. Let me give you a cigar too. Uh, the way we're talking about apparel, me and you are going to end up being shirtless. <laughs> but the women may be pantless. We'll get right? more viewers though. Yes. Okay. Right? Um, I guess we. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about with that episode? Uh, no, I'm pro change. Pro change. Yeah. Change. I don't think you should change their character. <coughs> I think that out, outwardly things don't don't hurt at all. Yeah. So I'm pro change. So it's upgrade. Yes. Step it up. Yeah, definitely mm. change. Um, okay, well, we have the great Adam, which is uh, running the board for us today. Adam is our amazing Fear Factor host. So we're going to see if Adam could take us to a commercial. While we do the commercial, Kelly, will you be ready to plug in our... Uh, our writer, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Happy endings changes. Uh, you are watching the after show right here on AfterBuzzTV.com. Commercial time. AfterBuzzTV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Sorry, I'm still singing off from last uh, episode. You guys remember, <laughs> sing everything out. Anyways, uh, the reason you heard a phone ring is because we are trying to facilitate an awesome little transaction here. Of course, you are watching Change <laughs> Transaction. Did it sound bad? No, yeah, he that, that, that sounded makeup. a little He awkward. does need makeup for this phone call. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? I'm very PG, so I kind of like miss these little jokes, but you're right. Anyways, Change is uh, we're going to get a writer... From the show, um, Adam will kind of give us the cue. Uh, this was all originated through Twitter. But again, you guys, what do we think? I mean, this is an awesome show, ABC. I feel like the ratings keep going up. Uh, I would like to say, even you said it surpassed New Girl, which it that, did. Was, that was sort of like the competition, you know, which means Damon Wayans Jr. made the right choice. <laughs> so far, he yeah. has. Because I didn't, I didn't, New Girl was okay, but I like this one a lot better. I mean, I'm kind of wondering how much money you're getting paid. I'm just throwing it out there because, like, if, if he was getting, getting paid more on this show than he was on New Girl, then I would have made the same switch, too. <laughs> I would have made the same switch, too. You know, money, money talks to Hollywood, you know. Damon, you know can you call us and let us know? Yeah, tweet us, tweet us, tweet us, call us in. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, just, like, your, your your per episode, you know, quote. That's all, that's all I want to because, like, my, my guess, 
fifty, sixty thousand right now. So I'm, 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 I'm throwing it out there. Yeah, but New Girl's a great episode. You know, yeah, no, no, yeah. Zoe Deschanel because she's making ninety five thousand episodes. Yeah. So. Wow. I would damn. like to know his income. Did you well. see? Did you see? Him? <laughs> 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 uh, hello. Is there? Hold on. Hello, hello, hello. AfterBuzzTV.com. Hi. Is this our writer friend? Hello. 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 Hi. Hello? Who, who we? Who we Hi. There's like a weird echo. Is this Penny, Prentice? Yes. What's up, brother? Welcome to Africa. Hey, how's it going? Okay. How's it going? It is going good. Can you hear us now? You're all good? Yeah, yeah, That's like an echo thing, but it's, it's all good. Wait, we'll, we'll make it work. Okay, so cool, man. Tell us about what you do on the show. Um, we all like happy endings. We probably laughed at your jokes already, and we love your Twitter, man. You, you love a lot of cool hip-hop music. You're a funny guy. Tell us about Wait, yourself. first, thank you so much for calling. Yeah, we really you. appreciate. Oh, absolutely, it. absolutely. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. thank you. First, you make me feel so special we... that I got a tweet back. <laughs> oh, good. First, first, can we go back to like talking about pleather? Like, don't don't crap on pleather. <laughs> thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Pleather kind of got a brother. Thank you, brother. Camp got a brother through middle school. Don't yes. don't, don't crap on that. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I love the honesty. That's so sexy on a man. <laughs> No, we like pleather. We're gonna make Nick do the fur uh, advertisement with no shirt on. Wow. <laughs> the wow. Let, me, let me do that peanut and the extra real quick. Yeah. But um. I'm sorry. What did you say? No, I was gonna just tell us what's it like, man, writing on on a on a show like this. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun, man. I mean, as much fun as you guys you know, see watching it, it's that much fun, you know, to write all that stuff too. So I mean as as crazy as it gets there, it, it, it is literally like that in the writer's room it's like that on the set. It really is a true representation of like what it's really like. When you're I uh, let's say this, when you're bragging to your friends, yo, I work on the, this show, it's like literally one of the funniest little situation comedy type shows. how do you how do you uh, how do you brag? Do you brag? I would have bragged. <laughs> I would brag. <laughs> I would be confident man. <laughs> Because it is funny, dude. Wait, I'm sorry, what'd you say? No, I just said it's so funny. Like, do you got to know you got a hit right there. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those weird things. Like, when we started doing the show, you know, last year, it was like, you know, we didn't even have an air date at first. And then it was like, we're coming on in April at 10 o'clock. It was like, we just thought, like, we're this little bitty show that they're going to do, like, seven episodes of. And, you know, we'll have, like, no shot to get on the air. But, you know, lo and behold, like, one episode, two episodes, and then, like, people are talking about it to making all these top ten lists. I mean, we just, you know, we thought we had something special in the writer's room and, you know, on set and stuff, but you just never know, and it just it just hit. I mean, who who the hell knows, you know what I mean? On, That's good. On, on last week's episode, we had mentioned on AfterBuzz how current and relevant your guys' jokes are to the times. It's very modern. You guys are very up-to-date on your comedy. What kind of research do you guys do in order to write these jokes? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. He said, I lost you on after research. Oh, okay, sorry. I was saying, what kind of research do you do to write these jokes? Because all the jokes are very, like, current, very relevant. I mean, they're all very modern. So you're going to have to do a lot of yeah, research? Yeah, I think we just... Yeah, I think we try to stay pop, very pop culture relevant, just like anybody in our age group is kind of pop culture, you know, really into pop culture. And like you said, like Twitter and, you know, all that type of stuff. I mean, also, too, like a lot of the writers are... You know, children of the late 80s, early 90s, so there's a lot of, you know, fun to be made about that time, and, 
you know, he's just, I think we just try to stay, you know, again, it's just, it's, it's hard to say like where it comes from. It comes from like articles. Like we were like, you know, later that I guess some Armenian guy was found with like his head cut off and his arms missing. And it's like, you just take weird stuff like that. It's like, well, how could that be in an episode? You know what I mean? And you'll you know, figure out some kind of weird way to make fun of that. It, it's just, it's really like that. There's, there's, there's no real rhyme or reason about, about how the episodes get made. Um, hey, Prentice, I wanted you to kind of take us through a week of working i mean you is it a big meeting with all the writers is it one writer pitching his idea um do you what's your interaction like with the cast members do you guys sit there and say you know what i, I have this great concept but then the writers get together and say no that needs to be for damon waynes jr or no that needs to be for zach like do you guys do those sorts of things yeah like even give you an example like last week on, on meet the parents uh, classic episode, my episode. Um, uh, where basically, <laughs> I said, I said, <laughs> uh, originally that originally that episode was going to be um, Damon Wayans' dad dates Megan Mullally, um, but just kind of through a scheduling conflict, uh, Damon Wayans Jr. couldn't do it. I mean, Damon Wayans Sr. couldn't do it. So we were like, well, who else could be funny doing it? And so we picked Dave. And so that's sometimes sort of how those things. We're like, who could be? Who's a funny pairing on like this inter, like the intervention story? It was like, who's funny? Who would be funny? on this story, and you're like, well, Max is obviously going to be funny, and Alice could be funny, you know what I mean? So you kind of just have these different story ideas, and you try to figure out who best, you know, who best do we need, who, who best would service that story. So that's sort of how we, you know, kind of pick on, you know, like, who gets paired with what. I have a question for you. How how many ideas, like, do you guys generally pitch to where, like, stuff gets rejected, and then to, like, like what's the rejection ratio to the stuff that actually makes the show? Oh, so, so many. So, I mean... It's weird because, like, even the, interve- the intervention story was something that we had kicked around last year. And it was just one of those things we were like, we got to keep bringing this story back of, like, the intervention. we got to keep bringing the data of the feedback addiction. And then we just sort of found a, a way for it to work this year. But there's tons of stories that we never end up, like, there's one story that we want to do where they're on the real world when they were in college. I mean, just crazy stuff of, like, weird stuff we want to do that we're just like, ah, we can't find a way to do that now. Or the network might say, it's not really ready to tell those kinds of stories yet. So there's a huge, trust me, there's a huge board of, like, Max builds a robot somewhere in the writer's room that will bring out season four. Dude, I really want to know about the writer's room. I mean, I think everyone has this element thinking it is just nothing but a party, maybe a a college-like mentality. Um, But then again, this is a job. Like, you guys got deadlines or whatever. How much of it is that complete fun uh, atmosphere, and how much of it is, oh, man, this is my 9 to 5, and i got to get these jokes in and make a hit show? I think we we do about... Maybe two hours of real work and a lot of it's YouTube searching. Um, <laughs> but, uh, our videos, yeah. Because <laughs> the three of us, we've got some basketball wives. But no, like for real, like I think we, I mean for real, like the like the time is usually like sometimes, but a lot of times, like going on YouTube or looking at weird, crazy stuff will sometimes spawn a story. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where like we get in there, like some writers, like somebody might have to be on breaking a story. Some writers might be in a rewrite of a script. Some might be in a joke room where we kind of have writers just punch up jokes. So sometimes everybody's always split out and you're just in one group doing something. So that's sort of how the writer's room is run. And, and it just kind of is like a revolving door of like, okay, but well now this room is going to rewrite it. Now this room is breaking stories. So it's kind of like that, like the whole time. Uh, I'm going to let you go in a minute. And if anyone else has any questions, please jump question. in. But I did want to say, uh, oh, go, go ahead, Nick, if you have a question. Now. Just, just, you know, coming from a fellow comedian and fellow comedic writer, how did you get into even like, you know, get, one, getting on the show? And like, how, how did you know, like, that this is kind of like what you really wanted to, to do? Uh, well, uh, my parents got divorced. 
So uh, I was primarily raised by TV as a as a as a kid. So uh, I've always enjoyed writing and uh, always enjoyed you know just watching TV, kind of growing up on different strokes and Webster and, okay. and growing pains and all those you know seeing yeah. real families together yeah. um, and, and wishing they were mine. And um, but uh, but uh, but yeah, but I went to college to write. I went to USC. Okay. And uh, and I got a job as a Writers Guild like trainee on a show called Girlfriends a long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. And, uh, Ross. and so I was on that show. Then I was on another show that got canceled. Then I was on Scrubs. And actually, while I was on Scrubs, I met uh, one of the EPs on our show now, Jonathan Groff. And when Happiness got picked up, he hired me to come over there. Oh wow! Oh, nice. nice. It's connections, man. Yeah. Um, cool. So we do want to know. Um, are first of all, make sure you go on our YouTube page because we got some content over there too. But listen, are you guys on the set yourself? Do you get to incorporate yourself, like being out there when they're shooting, or is it more like you guys are the writers, they're the actors? How does all that work? No, we're no whoever's whoever's episode, whoever writes it is always down there. So, um, so if you're so if you wrote it, you're down there for the entire week of filming. So you're oh. you know you're in it from casting all the way down to when you're shooting and you're there like for the edit and stuff. So you're totally involved in your episode from the very beginning of breaking the story all the way to the end of, of it being finished. So you're, it's never like you're disconnected from your script. Well, well you know, let's do an exclusive. I could get the AfterBuzz cameras to go on set. <laughs> and Rico really captured your story, brother. It's kind of an idea that I had. Anyways, um, do we have any last questions? Yeah, like I just had a quick question as far as like, because a lot of the actors have improv training. Some studied at like, you know, United Citizen Brigade. Do you let them do a lot of improv while they're on set and change your jokes around? Or is it like stick to the script? What I wrote is funny. It's funny certified. How are you guys about that? No, I mean, it's, it really it really is like um, we always want to get it at least the way it is on the page at least one time so we know that in editing we can always at least go back to the kind of like the blueprint of the script. But, I mean, you know, like usually they're very free to improv. And usually it'll be like they're improving like, like uh, for example, like last week in Meet the Parents, uh, like when I wrote the script, the last line when Megan Mullally walks into the door is Brad supposed to say, I told you she'd be chesty, and he told, and he told, um, he told Alex's sippy cup, and that was the end of the scene. But Damon totally improv that she's got some things, and it was just funny. You thought in rehearsal, was like, that's a funny thing, so we threw that in there. So usually it's improv like that. It's not like they're improving a whole lines, you know what I mean? It's like, they'll do something, you're like, oh, that's funny, but let's put that in. So that's usually how it goes, but it's not like, you know, like there's no script, and it's just all, you know, all over the place or whatever. But those guys are great, and their improvs are usually spot on anyway. Okay, I have, I have one more question. Um, do you have any advice for young writers that are trying to break in? Do not do it. Do not do it. It is a grimy <laughs> business. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I mean, I, it took me nine years, and it's not, if you're just trying to be a writer to, for it to be sexy, and it's not the thing, I was, I was a nonprofit, I was a teacher, like, it is not the move, but if you really want to do it, um, my only advice is, like, you got to be writing, you got to be around writers, you got to, like, there's no, this is such a weird business, like, nobody gets in one way, you got to just meet people, write, just constantly write, because people are always going to want to see what you got material-wise, so, always be loaded up and have material. And, That's and, the biggest thing. But there's no real way to say, like, this is what you got to do. And, and they say you got to put in, I mean, 10,000 hours of almost free work, you know, before you're going to get paid necessarily, you know, for, for your your craft. I mean, you've got, I mean, you're... Oh, you're, totally. 
totally. I was sick night. So I was sick nighted so many times. <laughs> I had so like so many scripts hung out of like windows. It was crazy how many times I got molested in this business. But you, know, you push through. You know what I mean? You push through, and, and you get to be on after buzz afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, sleep your way to the top, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> sleep your way to the top. You won't listen. <laughs> uh, hey, dude, so this is what we're going to do. Uh, of course, you look at Kelly. She's our amazing social media guru here. She set up the whole thing. Um, we're going to kind of work with you as far as emailing and, and calling you and maybe get you in the studio. Uh, we would love to have you in studio. Sure, absolutely. Maybe we go down to your spot. We definitely feel like you're a funny guy, man. And, uh, you know, if you want to make fun of either of us and, and if you use that on your show, we'll be watching Happy Endings uh, every day here, you know, the After Buzz styles. We do. Um, we're going to let you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, tweet it out, you know, Facebook it, and we're going to do a thing called the Writer's Block. But thank you so much, man, from Ronnie Jr. to Nick to Spicy Mari to uh, Vanessa to thank Kelly. You. Yes, thank and, you. Thank course, you. Adam and Kevin are amazing. Absolutely, guys. Thanks so much, guys. All right, thank cool. you. Thank you. All right. Don't we feel connected, yeah. you guys? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm on the show now. He had your back with the plaza. Yeah. <laughs> That's solidarity. It's like I'm going to have to buy two leather jackets for Ooh. Valentine's Day for two men now. <laughs> right. Hey, we're, hey, we're, we're, right? We're scoring. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, and anyone else who wants to buy another jacket, you know, uh, uh, 16 and a half. Oh, and you already know the happy endings uh, Valentine's show is going to be probably one of the best. Oh, that's oh, yeah. Oh, Can't wait. Um, okay, so this is something I want to try um, because this weekend was a long weekend. I even started early, and I don't really go out very much at all. Thursday I went out, hmm. and which hmm. didn't, didn't really stop. <laughs> My point is, uh, not all of you on the panel here, but I got to interact with quite a few of you, a couple gatherings. Um, I just want to know, are there stories, you guys, from this weekend? Each of you could say what you want. And this show is about, you know, friends and storytelling. And if you look at it, we kind of are that cast, so to speak, you know, a diverse group. So is there anything you guys did this weekend that was odd or interesting that you think would be well, like? Well, I, I didn't do anything interesting or odd, but I like to say I love when they added the uh, British accent because me and my friends have been doing that. Well, now I can't get it. <laughs> a cup of tea. We've been doing that accent all weekend. And once you start, it's hard to stop. Let me get it back. <laughs> I, I will admit that. Talking about accent is Yes. We, we, we always make you do it. First you have to bite your arm. <laughs> the stuff's on YouTube, so you can't take it back. I don't even have a vision. Oh, yeah, on the, on the, um, <clears throat> um, uh, uh, spot a tea. I don't know. Was that, was that, was that? Tea. Oh, um, tea. Would you like a right? cup of tea? Yeah, like a spot, a, a spot Last a tea. Week, like the episode did, we sang out our Twitters. Uh, go ahead, give, give us an accent here. Um. Kelly-o. You can do it. Cheerio. 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 My friends do an accent party. Okay. Party. There you go. She's, she's party professional. Everyone had to come in and do a different accent the whole time they were at the party. Well, there you go. Speaking there of parties, you have it. so Kelly um, and I, we were at a gathering. It was a 10-year little reunion of radio friends that had got together uh, in L.A. Saddle Ranch. And we Saddle were Ranch. just having fun. You know, we're all like older now, a little bit older, not as young as, as we gray, used to be. Gray, gray. Um, gray. Uh, but <laughs> Kelly, Kelly was really buzzed, and she was telling everybody... We do this show. Oh, I was telling everybody, we are going to be like so super famous. You guys just watch <laughs> out. Yeah. It's, re it's really funny when you're around a lot of people that when you started out, everybody we wanted to be, you know, everybody started out, everybody Interns. wanted to be big, everybody wanted to do something. And I like to tease the crap out of them all the time because it's just funny. So um, I was just going around to everybody and I was like, you guys have to listen. It's going to be so funny. And we talked to this person and that person and we're just going to be like so super famous. What? And I was being like really obnoxious about it and it was really funny. 
The funny thing is everyone came to me because she would say we were doing the show together and they're like, they know she works for Playboy and they're like, you're, you're doing a podcast at Playboy? And I was like, no. That's, she does the Playboy heft thing, but she also does this other project. So hopefully all our old radio friends are watching because it was, it was a fun night. So. Was, I mean, yeah, I would, I would want to do a podcast for a Playboy. Well, maybe we can do that next. Hey, well, you know, fun. and all the guys came up to, you know, to the mansion. So I think that since Penny is a publicist, they need to all take a trip to Los Angeles. And everybody, we need to do an episode yeah. of the Playboy Mansion. We gotta, Let's we gotta work it. that out. We can do something. My, you know? th- my thoughts. For, I want to meet Hef. My thoughts for the writers were, what would, you, what would they do to write Hugh Hefner into a it's show? show. <laughs> it's not too hard with a show you, called Happy Endings. You, 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 gotta, you gotta put Hugh Hefner in there. You gotta put Betty White. Just Betty White. No, only because she's having her Oh, she would no. be like amazing. Turn 90. Are you hating on Betty? I think no, Betty I White should random. be like Bax's mom. Um. <laughs> the family's just going to be sitting around Viagra, you know. No, you know who I really want to see on the show, just to kind of throw it off, is, uh, uh, what was his name, from from Star Trek, the the, the Asian guy? Uh, 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 George, oh, George, George Takai. George Takai. Yeah, just George random, Takai. just randomly well, in the show. George Takai would be uh, relevant at this point, because he's going to be on Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, uh, see? Oh, there you go. So, doing my research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, Ronnie. The shows you don't watch, I watch. I know. (laughs) We do do homework. (laughs) Um, Okay, so one other little storyline that I thought was funny is, you know, this this group, I don't know if they get drunk too much, but they do go to bars and stuff like that. And I'm not saying you were drunk, you. um, I've never had alcohol uh, touch these But um, this is actually more embarrassing to me. This is embarrassing to me. We celebrate Maddie's 30th birthday. And this is around the, or however age you are. Dirty 30. Dirty 30? Oh. It was a spicy, dirty 30. She's not a day over oh, 20. But the point is, we celebrate. And you know how you're a friend, and this is why I think this should be relevant to like this show. Maybe the writers could do something with this. I became the friend who was, and I didn't like volunteer necessarily, <laughs> which makes me sound bad. But when it was push come to shove and she had to get out of the, out of the club, somebody had to help her, you know. A, a couple it, I mean, of it was crazy in there. No, because, you know, like, it was like yeah. a celebrity thing going on. They were rushing me. I was like, it, oh, my gosh, bodyguard. It, 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 was, it, it was like a rap video. But, like a rap video. Oh, my God. Why did I miss this? I no, feel so she, bad. She, Where were you, Nick Cannon? I was, at, I was, I was somewhere else. I wasn't at, at the Dirty 30, Spicy 30. Uh, no, but I she, was. Faded. Yeah, <laughs> X-rated, huh? Okay. Hey. you should have been. It was dirty. I'm you. And we, all, and we have video footage, but I get the like cornball <laughs> award. I get the cornball award because I tried We're to all, help her. All thirty of us ladies are following Ronnie out to the exit door, but he doesn't take us to the exit. Well, he, I, <laughs> did he go? And this is what I said. They could write it in the champagne room. No. We're trying to leave, We're and he gets us. We, we all walk into the bathroom. All thirty of us. We're like, Ronnie. I knew what you were doing. I knew exactly what you were doing. I'm like, no. I'm the drunk one why are you leaving you see why my face is i'm blushing because it's ex- it's exactly what happened when you are with your friends and they're having their special birthday and you're trying to have their back like he was you're... trying to be cool <laughs> i'm with her as he's like yeah, yeah. he just hops in everyone's pictures no, just it saying, was a major nerd moment <laughs> no, the club was so packed i went this way and i was like oh the exit's not there and, I was, and this is we're stumbling and we take her this way not there and we go this way i ran into like nine roadblocks i couldn't get her out of the damn thing. why don't you just ask somebody <laughs> see guys I see think guys don't, don't, too. don't ask for directions or nothing I'm just saying anyways find a way to write that in find a way to write that in and um, funny stories like this is what oh, we have tons, friendships tons and happy endings are all about um, right. do you have any more social media stuff or we have some news and gossip do you have any news or gossip going on like um, what's going on in the like social that. media
Mark Wahlberg is apologizing for in insensitive 9-11 comments. Oh, you hear about, about that. all that going on right that, now? Yeah. Uh, Contraband. Yes. Contraband. That's ridiculous. Exactly. He said that if, if he was on flight 93, that it wouldn't have gone down the way he would have like done his thing. You know, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Italian job. Ah, ah. You know, and then, and then he would have landed the plane himself. That's what he said. He would have like done Harrison Ford, Air Force One, landed the plane himself on the Hudson. Like, what's his face? Like, like a Sully. But he didn't because he wasn't on the flight. Right. Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. He basically said he could save the world all by himself. Pretty much. <laughs> like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. I kind of believe it, though. And then he apologized. He, he, yeah, and then he apologized. Then, yeah, then he apologized well, you're for it. every single show. I kind of believe it. Very true. <laughs> um, you know what? We are um, actually, news and gossip, we pretty much had um, a lot of the news with the writers. So, you know, congratulations and thank you again for calling us, man. That was... That was good. That we want we want more and more people to uh, support this show. You guys are always welcome to call the Afterbuzz. Um, a lot Come of new down. things. Yeah, a lot of new things going on. Uh oh, time now, for your Afterbuzz TV predictions. Uh, my prediction would be. I feel like we're always predicting throughout the whole thing. <laughs> we're all wrong. <laughs> we're not using that. Or just what you would like to I, see. I predict that um, our writer friend who just called in is going to write an episode about Pleva versus Pleva. <laughs> Hopefully he does. I predict that. He's, and you're going to put it on Damon. <laughs> and let Damon. me guest star in that in that show. Oh, you Apprentice, Apprentice, just let me just go ahead. Yeah. I, will, I will sell him the Pleather jacket. <laughs> it really is a just nice leather jacket, y'all. Alex should start selling them in her store. Oh, see? Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, my there God. Go. There you go. But that you just, you just cut me out of the episode. Thank you for that. <laughs> you can be the person who brings them in so she can start selling them. Where do you go? It's back to YouTube videos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Back, my bad. Next week, I was you're so not, close. You're not even welcome. I was so close. <laughs> um, I, I think we're going to see way more of the... the goofy Alex. Like, she's gonna be goofy with each and every person. I like how she makes jokes and no one laughs. I relate to that again. I told you, and you were like, yeah, you do. Um, so I think that's kind of cool. Um, I, I want. I really feel like we'll see more Jane A-type personality stuff. It's gonna happen. I, I don't want to give up on her. Cause, cause she, cause she they're saying they're gonna make you love her before the season's over. I know. So. She tries to convert yeah. me. Well, like, that's what the she, writers are saying. But, they're gonna make you love her. if you look at the transition from last season to this season with Penny, they're giving her so much more material to work with. She's extremely animated. Jane's not really that animated. She kind of just stands there and spits her little quirky lines. Yeah, you know, so. but it's the character. It's the character. It's character. If you're around, or if it's yourself, who like, when, when a, if we all right now were to talk about, oh, we're going to take a trip and we're going to go to the set, I know my natural personality. Like, I get so into it and I'm making the phone calls. That's who she is, and I always laugh at it because I'm kind of like, ooh, I do that too. So maybe that's that relatable. And we love you. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. Well, I think we could kind of, yeah. <laughs> I think we could end on that. What do you guys think? Happy endings? Are we loving? This is our third time hanging out together. Now we're in the uh, the, the, the news set, so making things happen. Yeah, this is, this is very We're making some changes. Right. Love it, love it. Love Happy ending. Uh, yeah, and if you guys want to tweet um, the cast members, uh, Damon Wayans, his, his Twitter is at Wayans Jr., um, Adam Pally is Max, his is at Adam Pally. Zach Knight is Zach Knight. And then, um, let's see. Alex doesn't have one. I've got to get the rest of them. I'll tweet them all out for you guys. You can just get them there. If you love happy endings, tune in next week. <laughs>
From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.